I'm your host, DJ Deuce, on Shooting the Shit Podcast with my brother from another mother, Bam Boots. What's up, Bam? What up, Gabe? What are you saying, brother? You Everything's know? good, man. We got a special guest today, man. I'm, I'm a big fan of this guy's show. He's the king of the liquidators. I uh, got you watching it, man. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's not make him wait. Let's get him on you. Jeff, how you doing, Jeff? Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, how you good, doing, man? Good, good. I'm super happy to have you on, man. A big, a big fan of your show. Uh, it's it's one of those shows that I can't stop watching. I love the reruns. I've got to keep watching. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I well, catch another line. It's amazing, man. But, Jeff, I want to get right into it, man. How did you get into the liquidation business? Uh, well, it's a funny story. When I was about 21 years old, I used to work in construction. And uh, my wife had a great aunt passed away. We were at this funeral and they had all this stuff left over and they said yeah we're gonna get rid of this stuff i said well what do you want for it so i ended up buying it started going to the, the flea markets and did more flea markets and yeah man i was peddling shit all kinds of crazy stuff and you know what uh they people say lucky breaks well i just happened to be at the right place at the right time to pick up some good product and brew from it nice oh, man nice 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 so um how did the show liquidator come together like how did how did it all come about well it's uh you know that show storage wars and all that shit. People started yeah. telling me like, like show storage wars, and I'm like, yeah, man, that's that's all shit. And people are like, this is a this, like you got to see it. There's like a genre of buying and selling right now. The genre is you know buying and selling houses and all that stuff, right? Right. And uh, so I was working out with this trainer dude, and he goes, I'm friends with this producer that uh, does all these shows. So I said, you know what, I want to hook the two of you up. So anyway, we get together, we go to a party one night. And there she's like yeah i heard you a little bit of a maniac and i said well i don't know I guess whatever you want to say it and uh they came in with a handy cam at that time and they were there for like two hours but we had some crazy shit going on we were liquidating a, a rub and tug place and uh you know, <laughs> it was just a normal day right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy goes okay we, we're gonna green on a show that was the fastest green like show ever because it was like, I didn't think anything of it. So I'm liquidating a rub and tug place. Well, big deal. I do that, you know, once a week. Right? That's right. That's right. That's crazy. Rub and tug place. <laughs> so now when, when when they're just, so when they're filming the show, are they just following you guys around day to day? Well, that was kind of the frustrating part because uh, one of the... Oh, we're losing them a little bit. And then... No, Jeff, we're losing you a bit, brother. Damn, was awesome. I know you can hear him too. You just hear that. Yeah, I know. And I want to hear the story too, right? <laughs> you do. <laughs> I do. I want to hear the story. I wonder how long it's going to take for him to get back in. Maybe you know, move, move the way too far from the house. can't get him to call in today, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything's falling apart for me today. Mm. Everything's falling apart. Everything. All right. <laughs> Robin Tugs, that's hilarious, that's just, though. He's like, what? We, yeah, right, we do that every other week, you know? Shit. I ain't think I wonder, Robin, I wonder if, like, Robin you, Tugs go out of business. Shit. What if you, <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. I think you gotta get stage. 
Can you hear me? No, yeah, we can hear you. Last thing we heard was uh, you getting frustrated with the show. The frustrating part about being followed okay. around. All right, here we go. All on. I moved away from Wi-Fi. <laughs> it happens. Ah. Is that better? A little bit. Can you guys? Uh, there you go. There you there go. go. Yeah, man. Uh, no sorry about that. I don't know if Wi-Fi is that. No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah you, were saying, you were saying that uh, the frustrating part about the show. Ignore the gum. I'm chewing. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> well, uh, basically, storage wars in those shows, they kind of knew what was happening. Me, we just point and shoot a camera. And uh, it wasn't until about season three, we're at a rap party and one of the introduced all these people and they said those are story editors so my buddy goes i thought your show wasn't scripted i said fuck that three seasons i didn't even know we had a story editor. What the hell <laughs> but he put the that's crazy that's nuts he just did it and boom um what was the best deal ever i think what the thing about the show thing about the oh, editor, I didn't hear that. it was a it was ahead of its time oh i agree definitely you know absolutely I'm... absolutely oh hold on bam like, yeah Go ahead. No, so did you, I, I'm just curious, you know, because being a fan of the show, does Daniel still work for you? And how's Jose doing? Uh, Jose's uh, still a, a bit of a fucking mess. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to get him to the yard, but uh, uh, I can't say that shit now because it's 200 politically correct. But uh, no, Jose's, Jose's in Mexico. I went down to Mexico about a year ago before COVID, and I was chasing him around on a camera trying to find him. It was pretty cool. We did a <laughs> That's a show all by itself. That's awesome. <laughs> you, you know what? When we first filmed with Jose, I said, Jose, I got to come. I got a film crew. We're going to, I'm going to buy some shit off you. And Jose's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Come on. Let's do it. Yeah. So anyway, we do. So we do. We're just who we normally are. Then he goes that night. He goes, uh, yeah, he goes, this is a big show, Jeff. I said, well, what the fuck do you think? He says, I thought it was going to go on the knowledge network, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, when Jose crosses the border, like his wife uh, used to feed them, um, bring in these Mexican workers, and he would they would look after him. Every time he crossed the border into Canada, they would always go, does that Jeff treat you that bad? And I, so I always tell everybody Jose got uh, deported and uh, working for Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I was watching the episode lately. Oh, the you, you employed him, and then he's trying to get the best deals possible to the customers and stuff. Clean the toilet. You know, I, I lost my shit. I, I was so fucking angry with that prick. I was so I'm telling you, the show's real. He's giving shit away, and I go, you motherfucker. So, yeah, I was not happy. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Absolutely. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Absolutely. <laughs> that is hilarious. I was watching that, I'm like, Jesus. And that's what makes it weird, because you now when you're looking at it, it you were pissed, but you handled your cool in front of the camera, right? Like, mm, so it's mm. one of those situations. I'm like, damn, this shit's real. I'd be really because you're doing him a favor by hiring him, right? So that's crazy. You know what? Uh, you know what Jose's like? He's like a cat, okay? You know, a cat's got nine lives. Mm. Yeah. Jose can fuck people over, get away with murder, literally, and everybody will love him. I do one fucking thing, and I tell you what, everybody knows about it. That guy oh. fucking sold me rotten furniture. That guy sold me a load of furniture from Indonesia. The whole fucking container was soaked. I prepaid for it, and he got the insurance money. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Holy shit. <laughs>
So I, I want to know, Jeff, you know, what was the best deal you ever bargained? What was the best deal? You know what? Uh, it was not really a, like the best deal I ever bargained. I mean, I, I, I did a deal just last year in the beginning of COVID. I mean, you want to hear some activity, but the best deal I ever did was literally, dude, some dude called me out of Toronto and uh, I paid 220 grand for it and was off the show. But that's kind of a boring deal. Let me think about what the show was. All right, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a really crazy deal. That was, so I had this sort of a large lady working for me. She was kind mm-hmm. of crazy, but, you know. Um, anyway, this woman calls me up on some uh, bondage shit, toy, bondage clothing, like fucking, like really weird, you know. Mm-hmm. It's an I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought I'd buy this thing. I bought all this crazy shit. And anyway, this, I told this large girl, I said, hey, can you sell it? She goes, oh, my God, Jeff. Like, this is the best shit ever and i'm like looking at it going this is ugly anyway she takes it to the electrical room so i was selling bondage wear and crazy ass shit to me i would have lineups and i and i didn't even and all these people were like what kind of demographic is this this electrical room i sold every fucking piece i paid four dollars and she was getting retail and i said how are you getting retail she goes this shit's not available on the market oh Oh, yeah that was crazy that's crazy that's crazy one of the craziest deals I saw on the show was when you got the hydroponic equipment. The hydroponic equipment you did really well with on the show, from what I can tell. When you had all the hydroponics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the hydroponic deal I paid, I think I paid 32 grand for it. And, I did, and at that time, you know, it was uh, everybody was growing weed uh, illegally. Of course, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. Of course, I knew all about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I, I that was a deal I did on the show. I think we did over 100 grand on that deal. And I didn't know what one fucking chemical was, what one, <laughs> any of that shit was. And man, it was nuts. It was. Wow, that's, that's that crazy. is crazy. I remember it was like the, the first episode that people had blurry mm. face and shit, right? Like, yeah. was, you know, because people didn't want to be filmed on the show, right? So, yeah. but yeah. me, but me. It, the cow, the cow. You, you you bought the cow and you started selling off this damn cow. This this I was on the floor. Like, how did he sell over a cow? You know what I mean? Like to the point. How did that work out for you in the end? <laughs> well, you know what's funny about that cow is that like a lot of people, you know, you got I got you know, people love to hate, right? There's a lot of haters out there. Mm-hmm. So you set this up. I did not set this up. Literally this guy, Dean Spady, who uh Spady is his name, the farmer. Mm-hmm. And he's been coming to the store a lot. Like, he's been coming to the store while we're filming. Actually, we went and filmed a Coke episode of, we bought some Coca-Cola shit from him. Mm-hmm. And literally, Ian's like, uh, Ian's my manager, the skinny Irish guy. He goes, uh, this guy wants to trade a cow. I said, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I go, no, 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 this is not real. And it's and, and literally, dude, I said, if this guy, let's do it. So they bring they bring the cow into the fucking warehouse. I literally got the cow in my warehouse. I'm going, holy shit. <laughs> anyway, I don't. I, I've never sold a fucking cow. I've never sold beef. I mean, I, right. I, I could eat beef after. Anyway, I'm on the phone selling a quarter. Before I know it, I sell like six quarters of a of a cow, right? And mm-hmm. then of course, four. So now right. I got to buy another fucking cow. Oh shit! I'm telling you, it was no script. I couldn't believe it. And I still go and shaking my head. You got you're jogging my memory of some of the crazy shit that happened. Oh man, <laughs> I, I was loving that. I was, loving, I was like, I saw this damn cow so fast, and he's like, "Hey man, I sold over half a cow. Can I get another one?" <laughs> like, what's the deal? You know, that's I had nuts. A guy on us from Australia watching that. He literally lost his shit. He said, "Because we had a barbecue afterwards." 
ever get tips on this guy losing it. But how dare you eat a cow? I go, well, you know what? I mean, fuck. I, I, I mean, beef is everywhere. I mean, I, I, I don't know what I'm Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Made a friend in Australia. So Jeff, after all these seasons and all these episodes, do you have a favorite episode that you ever watched? Can you hear me, Jeff? I don't know. I think you froze. I thought you froze too, man. You were no, so slow no. right there. No, no, no. I think you froze. Jeff, you there? Yeah. No, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was say, no, Jeff, I'm... do you have a favorite episode? Yeah. yeah. Can you guys hear me? Do you have a favorite episode? Response to that one. Go ahead, Joe. Ask him. So, Jeff, do you have a favorite episode from all your seasons? Yeah. Well, you got to get back in the Wi Fi. Oh, we lost him again. That's great. People from Australia. Well, yeah, anyone that watches them, they're always going to there's always going to be someone that's going to get back at you or right. you down or complain about one situation. I know he was getting a bit of feedback on the uh, hydroponic situation when I was watching the show. So okay, yeah, yeah. we can't please everybody, right? So no, not at all. There you go. We oh, in and out. We can hear you. Can you hear us? Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? All yeah, right. There we go. I don't know. I. 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 I uh, it's weird. Mm. Yeah. No. The. Uh, can you hear? Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, guys. So no, you know what? When we did India, uh, one of the things about the show was uh, they said to me, "It's a following your life." So in order to get funding to do the show from the network, it, it couldn't be it, like they couldn't set up. And that was perfect the way I wanted. I didn't want nothing set up. We didn't stage nothing. I tell you something, though. We went to India. I did not want to go to India. I just, man, it was 50 degrees. I've been to China a hundred times. I, I just didn't want to go. So anyway, there was a big fight about going to India. Right. And uh, I said, okay, fuck it. Let's go. And when I went there, I said, you guys figure out what you want to do because it was really, like, seriously... Uh, I don't want to get sick. We got, uh, we, we, and uh, yeah, I went to India, and uh, I, I was, we were filming like randomly, and anyway, I'm downtown India, and I'm selling these puppets, and I'll never forget it. I'm getting my ass kicked on the street. These guys are just like, I couldn't sell a puppet. <laughs> so this guy happened to be walking by, and real, like we're in Delhi here, man. There's like millions of people, man. Like this guy comes by and he goes, Jeff, and I go, what's that? He goes, I watch your show in the UK, hmm. and I'm like, yeah, and he goes, you got to change your attitude. You got to make sure that you got to tell them that you're the boss. Mm. And I'm like, make it that you run the city. I went, holy shit. So I went back and I go on, on camera and, and it works. Like, I came, you know, like a guy in my class in your neighborhood, my, what do you call my cast? You, I'm not good enough and don't touch my shit. And man, I tell mm -hmm. you what, it, it was cool. Wow. You know? That's crazy, though. That's crazy how they expect you to, you know what I mean? Bringing your show to the UK would be good shit, but I mean, 
have them change your whole perspective of the show is insane. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like no. anybody, any, anybody that gets online, like the thing about it is everybody wants, everybody likes to hate, right? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody oh yeah. And uh, you know what? When people tell me they hate me, I, I, I half the time I don't respond, but every once in a while, you know, you get it, it tricks you and I go, you know what? I, I did my job, man. And, you know, you know, you watched my show, right? You hated oh, hell me, yeah. Uh, and you hated to love me. So go fuck yourself. Well, and, let me tell you, Jeff, I've had people watch your show and they're like, oh, I hate how he haggles them down so much. I'm like, but if you also go to his store, he has the best deals ever. So obviously, you're obviously getting the people the deal also. You know what I mean? And that's what they have to understand. you got a good deal for yourself, but you're also giving your customers a great deal back at the shop. You know what I mean? So I'm always like, you're working for us also as customers, right? So True. So that's the way I looked at it. It was like, hey, he got a good deal. That means the rest of his customers are going to get a good deal. Look, man, ahead, it wouldn't man. have been a show if I was nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Season one. That's it. That's true. That yeah. is true. That is yeah. true. You know. Right. Oh, that's but, crazy. You know what? I was in Montreal last week, and I and I deal with these guys in Montreal, and I happen to be in the guy's warehouse, and he's selling some mattresses to these customers. And the customers recognize me. They're like, "Well, how come I can't get a mattress for a hundred bucks?" Which is on the show. And I looked at him and I said, "I tell you what, I'll give you any mattress you want for a hundred bucks, but you got to take three hundred mattresses this week." And unload them, clean them, and make sure they're all good. So I tell you what, buying a mattress off this bro for four hundred bucks is actually a pretty good deal because he's done all the work for you, uh, and, mm. and you don't have twenty five, thirty thousand dollars a month in overhead. True, that's true. That is true. Oh, I think he froze again. And they're like, you know what? Good point. They bought two mattresses off the guy. The thing about the show that you don't realize is if, if I was such a bad guy, why are some of the regulars coming back? Why are they coming back? Exactly. My problem is with the show. I would buy a deal, and they knew that we would be filming that deal. So, like, I buy a deal, it takes a couple of hours, and they come in, they buy the deal. And that that's my day. It took all day to film this shit. My, the, my customers were beating me up because they knew that I didn't want to film again. <laughs> so, is that any better? Yeah, yeah we can still yeah, hear you. Yeah. That's you, hilarious, though. Did, yeah, 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 we got you. We got you. Did you think the, did you think the show would be as big as it was? I had no idea, Benny. Um, you, you know Walter, the crazy brick guy? Yeah. Yes. You ever see the guy, uh, Walt? Uh, yeah, you guys froze. Oh, we froze. No. Are yeah, you I'm going to try something else. Oh. Yeah, there, are you there? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you, So Walter Portolato, he's the brick guy. That, and he that literally was, we still talk about those bricks, how he fucked me. Anyway, <laughs> one day he phones me, season two, and he goes, Jeff, Jeff. The fucking the show. It's a playing in Italy. I said, yeah. Oh, my God. My my cousin, she watched me in Italy. And I said, yeah, and? How come I don't make any fucking money? You make the money. I said, I don't make any money. <laughs> what the fuck are you? I don't want to do this anymore. But you know what? Every time we'd call him, he'd go back on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Jeff, we know that you've been killing it in the liquidation business. But what did you learn anything about the entertainment business? Oh boy, don't get me started, man. I don't know. You'd have to. <laughs> That'll be a part two. <laughs> um, you know what? The thing is, it, it was a lot of fun filming. 
And when you get a guy, when you tell me that this is what you want to do, okay, I'll put it to you this way. If you tell me that this is what you want to do, you just be honest with me and I'll be honest with you, okay? It ain't going to be down. There's no sugar coating. You tell yeah. me what, what you want. Not that what you want out of me, because if this is who I am, right? And, right. Uh, and when you get a guy like me who's a little bit fucked, okay, <laughs> who says what he says, you know what? I mean, some people ain't going to like it, but this is it. Um, and this is the kind of show you got, you want. You want hardcore. You want rush. You want this. This is what you get, okay? Yeah. And if, it's, if, if, you, if I got to simmer it down, okay, I get it. What did I learn? Uh yeah, you you really want to go further in the entertainment business? You got to be a little bit more politically correct. It ain't gonna happen. Politically, you got to work with these guys. These these guys, these young kids are you know that all of a sudden they were uh, you know holding a, a stick in their hand. Now they're running a network, but they have no idea about what's actually really happening in the real world. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. I'll give you an example. My sister, she's a professor in Israel. Three four weeks ago, the Palestinians uh, and uh, Israeli were in a conflict. She's got a class full of uh, Palestinian students and Jewish students all in their graduate class. So she gets me, she says, I want you to talk to this class. I go, I am not an educated person. You guys are all doctrines here. Mm-hmm. Says, go ahead, speak. I said, you want me to speak? So I'm speaking in front of this at Wingate University and I, I'm trying to be like, you know, like, how do I keep, what do I say? And I tell yeah. them, you know, if we Jews and Muslims could all get together and buy and sell products, we'd all be happy. Fuck all the you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and they actually liked it. It was kind of, it was kind of weird, you know. Yeah, that's good. That's it's good. Fun, it's about buying and selling and having fun. You buy, I buy a deal off of you for fifty. Bucks, you know, yeah. Right. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's so good, man. <laughs> so did you know? Did did the business and personal life change because of the show? Did your business life? Yeah. And, well, uh, I got divorced. Oh. Yeah, so the show cost me millions of dollars, believe me, because uh, I was, I, you know what, man, I'm like a, if you take a celebrity status, you got your A celebrities, you got all these, you know, Hollywood, man, I was like in the basement, man, but, you know, I could only imagine what, you know, these guys that are, are like, you know, like Drake and, you know, all these big guys, yeah. what they go through, man, and I mean, mm. I, I, I was nothing, right, and the difference between me and everybody else, if you want to find me, you just show up in my warehouse, and I'm there. True. Right. And uh, that was, I mean, I can't say that, uh, like, you go to Toronto or, uh, you know, I've been to Italy, the show was huge, you know, you walk down the street, you can't tell, it's kind of cool when someone walks up to you, hey, you're the liquidator. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. It was cool, right? And, uh, you know, uh, but when you were doing the show, I never realized, like, I was was living and breathing this show, man. I wanted, Mm. I did everything for the show and, uh, you know, uh, personal life whatever it just so happened you know i was doing the show filming all the time doing i, I was doing my business this that and the other and about two years after the show that was it mm, okay i have a laugh because she, she had an affair with a mexican gardener and jose just loved it so jesus <laughs> holy fuck but jeff do you find that, that now that your spot became like a landmine to come visit if we everyone went to the west coast like do you think people just showed up now like did business pick up because of the show you know what man i i i, I i'm actually honored Right. I mean, and when I this morning, I got a letter from a kid in India, how he, you know, how he wants to how he wants to be me. And I'm like, be me. You don't want to be me, man. I'm fucking crazy, man. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's really cool. Um, you know, people come in from all over the world now, not as much now because of COVID. But, you know, people would come in and you, 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 
and they and, and they just want to take a picture of you and, and they're like oh no no this is supposed to be a bother no 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 it's cool man because even though i'm a nothing in the in, in the rate of the real celebrities it was it just you know people all of us have this perception that you, when you go up to somebody that was on tv that you're some god or some shit mm-hmm. no man it just it made me feel good even especially for the underdog people who are scared to talk mm-hmm. to you just like right. just a shake like you know like you know uh, I, I can tell you people who've watched the show that, you know, I find out that they've got cancer and they're dying in a hospital, you know, and I, I, if I could, I'd go to say hi to the guy, you know, and then like, just to give that guy an extra week or just, yeah. you know, you know what, he's recognized and uh, you know what, or she's recognized, just that was the cool part, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the show hasn't aired, we haven't done an episode since 2015, yeah. so... You there, Jeff? There. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, internet backing up. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, you can hear it. So that that that's what I liked about it, and uh, it was really it's really cool. I mean, uh, the show was a lot bigger in the east than it was in the west. Uh, you could tell when you go to a bar or a nightclub. You know, people would some people wouldn't say nothing, but as people got drunker, before you know it, you know they they'd have the balls to come and talk to you. Sure. <laughs> and uh, you know what, man? I just wanted to keep it real. Like, I mean, you look at the people on the show. You, we had every we had every ethnic group, we had every uh, personality. We had mm-hmm. you know, it didn't matter, man. And and what I was trying to show is we're all people, man. And uh, it doesn't matter your you know if you're gay, you're not gay, not that you know if you're whoever you are. It's, right. It was it was just a show that we're all people. And that's what I really, I really tried hard when we were finding uh, characters. And we were finding characters when I was finding heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, we're all nuts. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck all the rest of the shit. And, uh, you know, we made, I had, I, I made fun of it. And, uh, you know, people said, oh, you fucking went and screwed. No, I, did I really screw that person? You walk into Costco, you don't ask Costco what they paid for something. But right. you think Costco's doing this for nothing? Like, fuck. Yeah, it's facts. Crazy. Yeah. True. Now, Profit isn't a dirty word. No, not at all. So you're you're mentioning COVID. How did COVID affect your business? It went the opposite because, uh, like, like let's let's get this straight here. There's a whole thing about vaccines and non-vaccines. Yeah. I got my vaccine. I was in the meeting. I was against the shit. I still I question a lot of the shit that's that's going yeah, on. But we were really lucky here in BC. Um, we got to stay open. Um, I shifted in the beginning. I started buying a lot of groceries, so I became. So we had more groceries than I ever wanted. I was probably not making any money, but it was. And you know what? Everybody sort of knows the liquidator in Burnaby, so they really left me alone. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we actually then shifted last year. We started doing a lot of online auctions because people were buying online. Right. And uh, knock on wood, I mean, hopefully it doesn't get any worse. But compared to, you know, my friends in Ontario and Manitoba, that, that we were open. We never we never missed, missed a date. That's awesome. I lost a lot of people. But we we managed to navigate through the shitstorm pretty good. That's good. That's cool. good. You know. So what 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 have you been up to these days? Like you know, let the people know what you've been doing. You know. Well, uh, the show was filmed uh, in a, in the warehouse, the original warehouse. Uh, we sold that building and moved to another building, a lot bigger. Oh building. my god! And uh, yeah, man, I got a new girlfriend. I met her. I met her doing a charity auction, and uh, uh, she never heard of the show. It was pretty funny. And then she comes in afterwards to hand me a bottle of wine, and she says, 
you know, if I didn't watch your show, I would never have hired you. And I go, well, wait a second here. You never hired me. I did it for free. <laughs> so, you know, uh, move forward. I mean, uh, Daniel, you asked me earlier. Yeah. He uh, He's doing his own stick. Uh, he buys some deals off me here and there. He uh, Daniel's uh, uh, kind of an entrepreneurial kid. He does a lot of different things. You know, he's this Airbnb shit, uh, buying and selling. He, uh, I'm going to try to plug my phone in here. So hopefully this doesn't fuck it up. Um, he, uh, I talked to Jose, Jose basically moved to Mexico. So can you, yeah, we can hear you. You there? Yeah. 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 Jose moved to Mexico. Sheldon, uh, yeah. is kicking around. Walter's in my face every fucking day. <laughs> uh, who else is there? Wayne, we'll talk a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, that French guy. The French guy, French guy that bought the scooter. There's some kind of contact with him. Uh, he, he's actually on Instagram uh, quite a bit. He got into weightlifting. He's got, he got huge, that guy. Really? Um, mm. You know, we talk every once in a while. Uh, he He's quite a funny guy. We talk every about a couple times a year. Cool, cool. That's awesome, Jeff. I just want to get ask you five random Working. questions to get to people who just to know you a little bit better. You down? What's that? I just want to ask you five random questions just to get people to get to know you a little bit better. Some funny stuff. What was your first job ever? Your first actual paycheck? Wendy's. Oh, so you're in the fast food industry like us. That's good. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. $3.65. Uh, okay. Next question. What, uh, your, your bucket list, you know, what's on your bucket list? Oh, wow, man. I, uh, you know what? Uh, because if it's about the show, uh, I'd like to do another one. Um, been working it out. Uh, you asked me earlier, what's it like in the entertainment business? Uh, without getting a, it, it's very political, so I'll kind of read through the lines. But yeah. I wouldn't mind doing. I wouldn't mind. I, you know, I thought like a reunion show would be good, uh, or you know, something different. Um, again, it's all genre, right? I mean, it, beyond you got uh, right now, you got a guy renovating a house, uh, buying and selling. Like, and you know what? True. Maybe the maybe the genre like this is like you know storage wars and all these other. Sh this genre mm -hmm. was buying and selling. You know, is that going to come back? You know what? Uh, there's a lot of loose ends I want to get back up. A lot of cool messages I want to send out. You know. Gotcha. But in life, man, you know what? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I'd never, I'd never not do it again. You know what I'm saying? I'd change some shit, but. No, uh, I, you know what, man? I got to say, my life is pretty cool, man. And, uh, Jeff, you know, talking to you guys and. You know, oh, this is an honor. Uh, it's, 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 we're it's, happy to have you on. You know what? No, I wouldn't be doing it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I got a question. What do you say to someone that know that doesn't have it, that says, that thinks what you do the, as a liquidator is easy, an easy job? Like, what do you, you, you just try to talk them out of it? Because I know as a DJ, I try to talk people out of being a DJ. You know, uh, it took 15 years of my weekends away. Uh, you know, I missed a lot of birthday parties. You know, it's not the easiest job in the world. There's not many jobs in general. But as a liquidator, you know, when someone watches the show, because you make it look so easy, you know, and you know some people don't have it in them. What do you say to those types of people? 
Well, one of the stupidest questions I get from people, and this is about, and I get about three a day. Hey, Jeff, I really like watching your show. I'd love to get into what you do. Uh, hey, can you give me some of the numbers of the people that you buy your product from? Oh yeah, right away. <laughs> wow. And I and I sometimes I, I just for it. I said, sure, man. Uh, what would you like first? The guy that I make the most money off of? No problem. <laughs> like, um, you know what? And again, kind of go, well, yeah, yeah. And they, they actually they take me serious. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, seriously? Like, you think I'm going to hand over somebody that I've been nurturing a relationship with for 15 years? Right. Here you wow. go. Like, like, seriously. Well, well, you must have got started. Somewhere. Yeah, from the bottom. Like so, else. I mean, I'm not, it's not here to say it. Some people, some people, there was a guy in Winnipeg, he reached out to me last week and, you know, he, you know, I took his call and I said, sure, I'll, I'll help you. But, and then I hooked him up with a guy to do a deal and then he, he fucked this guy. And I, and I phoned the guy up and I said, why would you do this? He goes, that's what you do. Oof. What do you mean? That's what I do. You fuck everybody. I go, well, if I fuck everybody, I wouldn't be in business. That's right. So, I mean, wow. you know what? <laughs> There's a lot of opportunity, no matter what you do, right? Mm. You're building up your podcast. You're going to chase after the people, and this is good, right? I mean, you didn't you didn't uh, start small, and and you know what? What's the next step? You're going to obviously the harder you work, the more shows you get, and, and it's, it, it's you live and breathe it, mm-hmm. you make it happen, and uh, you know what? It, it, I I tell I talk to some people, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to create my own competition, but I mean. No matter what it is you're in, you get passionate about it, and uh, you fucking go for it, right? Don't yeah. talk about it. Do it. There you go. I just love that. I just love because I can't do what you do. I can't. I, I can't even. I remember. This is a little story. I remember going into like a Little Caesars with our buddy Carm, and he's like, whatever slices they have left, get him to cut you a deal. It's late at night. And I walked in. I said, how much for those slices? She's like, $10. And I said, I'll take it. And he gives me a hit. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? I was like, shit, I fucked up, huh? I can't even get a deal. I'm, I'm not built for this game. So I admire what you do. Like, when I walk, I'm like, God damn. It's not that you're an asshole. It's balls. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing. <laughs> the other person could always say. Uh, you know what? When it, you know what I mean? You're, you're, when it comes to myself, I'm the worst. When I want to buy a car. I don't run across town and look at seven cars. I buy the first car. And, <laughs> and it, it, it's like, uh, I get so tired of people beating me up all the time. Yeah. Get her done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, how do you handle so, that when someone comes and, into uh, your business and tries to beat you up on a price? Uh, you, you, you know what? Like, it's like a doctor is his worst patient. I'm kind of the worst patient when it comes to myself. <laughs> mm. But I have done that. I get Chinese food at a quarter to six every day at this place. It's usually eleven ninety five, and if I get there in time, I can get it for about five ninety five. That's the best, man. That's the best, Jeff. I just want to let people know where they can watch the show. So you're on Amazon Prime Canada now. What's that? And now they can catch you on Instagram at Jeff the Liquidator, and also you have a website, DirectLiquidation.ca, right? Check it out, man. Direct Liquidation and Jeff the Liquidator on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. That's right. You're pretty much just type Jeff Schwartz. That's what I did. And you're on absolutely everything in general. So <laughs> you guys pop up all over the place. But Jeff, yeah. man, I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy and I really appreciate you taking your time for shooting the shit with us, man. It's been such a great honor, man. And yeah. uh, we wish you the best. If me and Bam always head out west, man, we're going to come see you, brother. That's right. Try to get a deal. You come see me anytime. It's a total honor. I appreciate you guys talking to me. Sorry about this line. I have no idea. Of course, the day that you need it, it doesn't work perfect. But it's okay, my brother. Yeah, yeah it definitely felt right, guys. And thanks a lot, man. All thanks right. a lot, Jeff. Have a good day, brother. Later.
All right, guys, take care.